as far as recovering now. Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Angels GM Perry Manassi in there. The news that a lot of us woke up to, Ryan, was... I, I just... I, I mean, like, you were, it was out of nowhere, and it felt like you just had, like, a loss for words after all the talk about Shohei Otani and his contract and the Angels and the Angels going all in and can they make the playoffs and was it the right move? torn UCL again. They still haven't determined whether there's going to be surgery. I don't really understand how you don't determine that. That's Tommy John surgery. It's like we're just delaying the inevitable. He is apparently now still going to hit the rest of the season despite having that UCL tear. You can do that. I remember Bryce Harper did that. Uh, You know, if, if you're not a pitcher, Tommy John surgery doesn't take as long to come back from by any stretch. But this is where we are now, and this changes the dynamic of everything, whether it's the rest of the season, whether it's his free agency, the amount of money that he's going to get, what that means for that team and their World Series aspirations next year. Like, everything has changed now because of this injury. I wonder if they find a way to maybe keep him now um, because of this injury. Wouldn't that be a turn of events? I mean, (laughs) because everybody's ragging on them, and, and like rightfully so, right? I mean... But I understood what they were doing. They were only a couple games back. They were playing their best baseball of the season. Remember they had won like 7 out of their 10. Yeah. 7 out, seven out yeah. of 10 going into the deadline, whatever it was. And Mike Trout was eventually coming back. It made sense. And you don't want to trade away a guy like Otani. But also, you don't want to lose a guy like Otani for absolutely nothing. Now it's going to be interesting because, like you said, man, what if he can't pitch next season? Um, what if he doesn't start the season healthy? What if he starts the, you know, he comes back in the middle of the year like Bryce Harper? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I want to see how that affects how much money he makes. I want to see if that affects where he ends up. And uh, it really sucks, though, especially here August 24th, because we continue to talk about Otani and the MVP odds like every other week. And we're like, right. well, no reason to bet against Otani. And he's still going to be the most valuable player in right. the league. But this is just brutal, especially when it's your favorite player and it's one of your favorite reasons to watch baseball. It I mean, sucks, man. We've been talking for really the last couple of seasons. 2021, last year, could he win a Cy Young and an MVP in the same season? And you're not going to get an opportunity to see that over the next year, maybe two, maybe ever. I mean, maybe ever again. It was, look, it, you always felt like there was sort of a timetable with this, right? Like, you're not going to be able to play a decade plus with this type of wear and tear on your body. It's just It just wasn't going to happen. But it was how long you could actually make that work it was an incredible story, and I don't want to talk about him past tense because he's going to come back and he's going to pitch again. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah. how long that's going to be, but is it only two years? Is it three more years? So when we're talking about this offseason and teams now that are in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes and what that means for their future, what they'll look like in the futures market if they have him, well, now this could even open up the door for more teams. You talk about the Angels maybe finding a way to keep him. Look, this contract could go a bunch of different ways. What if he decides to sign a short-term two-year deal? What if another team, like your Cubs, sweeps in and says, here's... $300 million for three years. Yeah. Like, what if they just decide to do that? We know you're not going to be pitching much. We just want you to hit. We know you're going to be a huge star. You're going to be an attraction for every single fan. So it may not even be one of these massive, long, 10-year, $600 million contracts. It could be more money, shorter contract, and then you start over. He shows that he can pitch again, and then he's right back out on the free agent market in a couple of years. Well, and the scary thing is just, I mean, for him, I mean, when you talk about a guy like Jacob deGrom that just can't stay healthy, I mean, we got to remember that with Otani, you know, we've seen this before. Granted, he was 23 years old, but this happened in 2018, and then he tried yep. to rehab it. That didn't work, so he had the Tommy John surgery and then obviously found it again, and he's still young. 
Um, and he's still a hell of a bat, but when you look at his value, you just wonder, especially um, contract-wise, because we were talking with John Heyman just last week, you know, $600 million, $650 million, $500 million, what's it going to yep. be for Otani? It's going to be record-breaking. You just wonder, yeah, maybe now does he take a lesser deal, less years maybe, and then looks to capitalize in like two years. Maybe he does sign with the team like Seattle now. He said he spent the last couple off-seasons there. Maybe he goes there because I thought that there were only like two or three realistic teams that had a shot at Otani, right? San Francisco, because mm-hmm. they threw all that money at Judge, didn't end up with Judge, uh, and they're on the West Coast. The Dodgers, because they're the Dodgers, and they're on the West Coast. The Yankees, because they're the Yankees, but all the reports and everybody says he doesn't want to be on the East Coast, he doesn't want to live in New York. And then uh, the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs, because they have a bunch of money, but they have to make the decision, do you want to throw that money at Cody Bellinger, who's hitting over 300 this year with over 20 dingers on a prove-it deal, or do you want to go all in on Otani? <clears throat> at least according to their beat reporters, that's the uh, decision that they're trying to make right now. I would uh, try to go all in for both because it's a huge media market and you have a lot of money to spend. No salary cap in baseball. But it's going to be fascinating, man, and it just really sucks for him, though. You know, having a, another monster season, ridiculous season, going to win another MVP, and your season gets cut short, even if, again, you're able to DH every single day. Your season's been cut short. The remarkable things that you were doing have been cut short. And it sucks because, again, uh, we've already seen this injury, and he was about to get paid. And I just wanted to see where the hell he played baseball next year. Yeah, and look, the one thing that I've I've always said about him is that what makes him so special and what makes, makes him so valuable is he does something that nobody else does. How yeah. would he have been viewed, and this is before this injury, right? I think you and I talked about this. It was, how would he be viewed if he only did one thing, if he just pitched or he just hit? Now, earlier in the season, his numbers weren't as good. His numbers have climbed. They've gotten even better at the plate. Obviously, he's one of the top hitters in Major League Baseball. His ERA has also gotten better as the season went on. So we watched him get from a, you know, maybe a top 15 pitcher in ERA, I think it was, for that point in the season. And I can't remember how far back this was. But when you really look at where we are now, you're seeing a player that can only do one thing for a short period of time. Now, he does it really well if he's at the plate. Oh, yeah. he can, he's going to hit you dingers. He's going to go out there and hit. And I'm like, he is a threat at the plate. And he's so clutch. I, I mean, I, I believe yeah. in the clutch. Gene sometimes 100 no it's no it's a mindset no I 100% believe in that I'm right there with you but he's now a player that does one thing really well versus two and that changes the whole dynamic of this now if you're a team that's already contender with a great pitching staff who cares you look at that as a bonus and maybe that becomes part of the whole deal like if it is the Dodgers they're like look we'll give you a four-year deal We'll give you $70 million a year. We're going to jack that thing way up. And you can pitch in a year and a half, maybe two years. Yeah. We've got a great pitching staff already. And if we add you to the mix, we can have a six-man rotation if we want. And then it's just going to be a bonus for us. And then you can have incentives in the contract. Like there, it, it, What's going to end up happening is it's going to be a long, drawn-out free agency process. It's going to be a complicated-ass contract. And then you're finally going to figure out where this is. And you're going to go, oh, this is totally different than what we expected. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like Buster Olney from ESPN was talking about this at 2.32. I mean, uh, you you know, today, Eastern time, just all the ripple effects that this has. I mean, his contract ceiling drops significantly, yep. you know, and he's talking about $600 million uh, is what Scott Boris was going to be looking for. So I wonder how that drops, um, you know, different ways to build a role for him. He's talking here about maybe the Dodgers won't be aggressive any longer. What if a big you know? big money team decides they don't want to get in on this now? What does that do for not only his market, but does that bring in some other teams? Obviously, this is terrible. This is terrible news, and you're not going to have his arm available next season, and you might not have him available next season, at least to start the year. I know he's going to continue to hit this season, but it's bad news for the Angels, but now you maybe have an outside shot of keeping him, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It was just terrible news to wake up to, though, obviously, man. 
Anybody but Otani. This also is an example, too, of why we haven't had players do this over the history of baseball. You just don't. Like, we talk about kids coming up and pitching and, and, and playing baseball year-round, and you should get back to the point where you're playing other sports. You're not concentrated on one sports. And look, there's sports science behind that and the value of that. Fine. That's a conversation for another day, whether you want to talk about recovery and ligaments or whatever. But the reality of this is now, this is going to be used as an example. Any other player that wants to. Who's the kid from um, LSU? No, it was LSU in the College World Series. Was it was in Florida. No, 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 no. It was, maybe it was Florida. There was a guy that was getting compared to Shohei Otani, and I can't think of what his name is right now. Uh, I think he was with uh, on Florida. Um, There's somebody screaming at me right now, screaming his name, and I can't think of what it is. Anyway, yeah, the point on. is, I can't think of off the top of my head. Players that play week zero mode, right? <laughs> week yeah. zero mode, yeah. Or in Little League World Series mode too. California's yeah. up one nothing on Washington right now. But, uh, Jack Caglioni. Caglioni. Jack Caglioni. Caglioni. Thank you, Jack Caglioni, you who was compared to that, but. It was kind of looked at as he's going to be one or the other. And, and like, that's what you're going to end up having is you're not going to have players that are doing both things. And listen, even when people try to compare him to Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth didn't do this. Go back and look. He was a pitcher first and then a hitter that very occasionally pitched. I will say this, though. Like, at least Otani can continue to hit and he could continue to do things because that will uh, still have – he has value is what I'm saying because – we're seeing so many injuries, especially these guys are throwing so hard. And growing up, there were so many guys. And again, being a Cub fan, it sucked because they were always my guys. Kerry Wood, Mark Pryor pitched one year. He looked like he was going to be one of the greatest starting pitchers in baseball history. And then he just couldn't stay healthy. But Shane McClanahan, again, Tommy John surgery. Uh, man, I mean, uh, Jacob deGrom, every other year, another Tommy John surgery. Is he going to be back next year? Steven Strasburg, who just got... Paid two years ago, three years ago, made all that money uh, after yes. a ridiculous World Series run. He yep. just retired. It was twenty twenty. It was after the twenty nineteen World Series. I remember watching his first start, double digit strikeouts. I was strikeouts. there at Nats Park, man. That was one of the most electric events. Remember that, man? That like, was one of the most. You and I were there. Incredible events the I've ever been Insane. to. And that's why I always feel. Uh, I, I feel for baseball players because I mean, when you're hurt and when you don't have it, you don't have it. It could be like a blister on your finger that you just like reoccurring. You know what I mean? It just keeps coming back, or it could be. Tommy John surgery. It could be your elbow. It could be your shoulder. But what sucks is, you know, the fans, they get frustrated, especially if you sign a big contract. Because in baseball, you're going to sign a big contract, $300, $400 million, and you can't perform. You know how frustrating that has to be to not go out there and do your job, the thing you've been doing since you're six years old? Even if you're rich, you have money that's going to change, you know, your kids' kids, generations. It's still, man, you can't go out there and do what you do best. Mm -hmm. You feel like a shell of yourself. That's how I feel with arthritis in my hip. Can't go play uh, full court at LA Fitness anymore. <laughs> you know? Jones, you can't even make it down the stairs my, my between buddy, breaks. My buddy Jones with a Z texts me in the morning. I'm like, can't play anymore. He's like, oh, yeah, we could run half court with your old ass. <laughs> See? So imagine being Steven Strasburg. Can't I know. take the ball every fifth day and fire a 102 mile per hour four seamer. He retires, and now Otani hurts. Too many injuries, even in baseball, man. It happens really, really quick, and a lot of times it is pitchers. There's a lot of wear and tear on your body. Like pitching that way is not. Your shoulders, your elbows, like those types of things, like that, that, that puts a lot of wear and tear, especially as you get older. Now, I wouldn't worry if you've got an Otani MVP ticket because that's that's not going to change. Obviously, Cy Young odds are taken down. He was eleven to one before the injury, so at this point, that's not going to be there. Interesting enough, though, you do have some some odds. There is a market out there still for next team and what his contract value would look like. Okay. So the Dodgers are still the favorite at three to one. I don't think this is any surprise right now. I would still think the Dodgers are probably really interested because he's also got mutual interest. The Yankees are the next ones in at plus four fifty. Now the only reason I don't scoff at this because we talk about West Coast teams for him, right? Yeah. 
The Yankees are going to be desperate after this season. Are the Yankees willing to outbid the Dodgers? And the Dodgers, you mentioned, right, being a little bit more cautious, are the Dodgers going to look and say, you know what, we got a lot of bats already. We wanted to get somebody that was unique. It's not worth it for the Yankees. They're desperate. They want anybody. And it'll be, here's more money. We know you can pitch in a couple of years for us. That could be what throws things off, and it's a, you know, it's a godfather offer, an offer we can't refuse. You know, I was just thinking about this. This could actually be the Cubs in. Oh, here right. we go. It's college football week. All right. Let me put the glasses on. All right. All okay. Right. Let's uh, take the headphones off here right. for a second. Okay. Then put the glasses all on. Right. I hope you didn't get no feedback. Uh, all right. So, will you, so remember when Kirby Smart really started taking over? Or I mean, when Georgia became the new powerhouse in the yeah. SEC? It's because yeah. he would go recruit and he would like sit down with these kids and their families and spend four hours, five hours. And mm-hmm. Nick Saban just didn't have time to do that. Yep. Well, now Otani. He's not as sexy as he once was because he might not be able to throw. He's not going to be able to throw next year, right? So if you're the Cubs, you stay. You know what? You DH with us when you come back. You know, hit 30 bombs for us, 285, 82 RBI. We're going to give you that 600 million, and in two years, you're going to be the best starting pitcher in all baseball. We're going to get you that Cy Young, 600 million. But I'm hurting. These guys are only offering me four now. Boom! That's how you got your end. And the Yankees mm-hmm. could do the same. Right, because he doesn't want to be in New York. He doesn't want to be on the East Coast. Well, here's where you could swoop in and say, we're going to give you more money because we know what your ceiling is, and we yep. know in a year you know, you're going to be the best two-way player, the only two-way player other than Babe Ruth, who some people argue didn't even exist. My grandpa drank beers with him, though, in Joliet, Illinois, so I know he existed. <laughs> is that a true story? It really, really? is, yeah. I don't know, though. This is not like my grandpa Gordy. This is my grandpa Bob. and yeah, so. Grandpa Bob was a little, little out there. No, I mean, his stories are all true, but it's just like, that one is, I just, I don't know, man. Him and Babe Ruth, because he, he claims like Babe Ruth was really hung over the next day. They were playing a game in Joliet. I don't know. I got to do my uh, fact checking on that one. Well, I got to do my research. Do, do a little more than get back that's, to that's us. That's a Friday night show in July, story. though. Not, not week zero week. But, Probably true. But you know what I mean? Like, this might be yeah. some teams in because you could say, hey, we'll give you what we're going to give you regardless, and you'll be fine in two years because you're Shohei frickin' Otani. Or he gets lowballed. Who knows? And this same market also has the next contract value set at $475.5 million. Over still. Yeah. It's Otani, Minus man. 115 both ways. God, this sucks, though. This is like a guy blowing out his leg in a meaningless bowl game right before he's going to be a first-round pick. It's the worst. You know, because, like, that's what it is. The Angels' season's over, and Otani's just out there really to sell tickets. To win an MVP. Yep. Um, and that's kind of why I wanted him to get moved at the deadline. Like, if he was going to get hurt, I would rather him get hurt in a division race with the Giants or the Cubs. He should have at least just considered shutting down the pitching side of things. Just for just to, you know, just to avoid this happening. Yeah, but he's a competitor. Like, I know. You see him in the, you know. You, you know sometimes you got to be smart. Sometimes you got to be a businessman, yeah. too. You know who is a businessman? You saw him in the- Lamar Jackson. He's a biz- now he's a businessman. He and he's about to be man. my MVP. Zay Flowers. I don't hate Most that. Most receiving yards for a rookie from 8-1 to one down to 3-1. to one. Price is gone, but he's going to have a monster year. People-